Welcome to Love Drops, where your hosts, Charles and Diane, will share stories and reflections on inspirational topics taken from their own personal journey and world events. We'll also include nightly guest segments with special guests from all All around around the world. world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy enjoy the the show. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Diane, and tonight we are once again focusing on women making her story. We have had some amazing women over the month of March sharing their stories with us here on Love Drops Podcast. We want to give a shout out and a special thank you to all of the ladies that shared their stories. One love. I just want to say, ladies, let's go strong in 2021 forward. Let's change the narrative. Let's be the village. Let's be the change in action. Let's do better. Let's mentor, let's support each other, let's empower each other, let's network and collaborate together. Every last woman that was a guest on Love Drops podcast left information for how they could be reached to collaborate and where you could, you know, just build network. So let's take advantage of that and let's add to that and let's spread love and action, ladies. Our generations behind us are watching us. We can because of those who were ahead of us. So let us make the way, let us be the game changers for those following us so that one day they'll say that they could because we did. With that said, I'd like to introduce our guest all the way from Greenville, South Carolina, Rhonda Rawlings. Thank you, Rhonda, for joining us on Love Drops and welcome. Hi everyone, first of all, I wanna say thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to you today on the Love Drops podcast. Um, Such a blessing to be here. I watch what you do on social media and really excited about the good messages that you are getting out. So thank you so much. Um, My name is Rhonda Rawlings. I'm coming to you from Greenville, South Carolina. I am a native of Mount Vernon, New York, but I've been in Greenville for 13 years. Um, I served as the News and Community Affairs Director for Summit Media Greenville, which has four radio stations, 1073 Jams and Hot 98.1 are the two uh, biggest ones. 
and uh, I was news and community affairs director. I did the news in the morning for the Tom Joyner Morning Show, produced the Tom Joyner Morning Show locally in this area. I also um, have a community affairs show on Hot 98.1 and 107.3 Jams on Sunday mornings. Uh, I left the radio station full time to be the South Carolina Communications Director for Senator Cory Booker's presidential campaign. It was an amazing experience uh, that God blessed me with. And uh, Senator Booker is probably one of the most, not probably, is one of the most brilliant, uh, kind, and empathetic uh, people that I have ever met. And I know one day uh, he will make a successful run for president. So, um, uh, so much respect and love for Senator Cory Booker. Uh, So right now, as I said, I left the radio station full time after the presidential campaign was over. um, I am now the community affairs host for 107.3 Jams and Hot 98.1. It has been an amazing, amazing 13 years uh, with the radio station. It gave me such a great platform to inform the community of so many different things, whether it be educational, financial information, information on organizations in the area that are doing great things and that the community can benefit from. Uh, So I I really, you know, one of the things um, that always stands out to me is uh, a grandmother approached me um, one day when I was shopping and she came up to me and asked me if I was Rhonda Rawlings. And I said, yes. And she said, um, she was so thankful because her granddaughter got a college scholarship because of information she heard on my Sunday morning show. And that really um, touched me. Um, so that is, that's really what I strive for. And um, to, that people benefit from the information that I am so blessed to give. And you know, I love just being a conduit of information. And I love, love, love the upstate community here in South Carolina. So. Um, it's been a blessing, uh, that position. And so one of the, the questions um, I wanted to talk about uh, today is influences, particularly female influences and who are some of my strongest influences in my life. Um, and I would say, as far as females are concerned, definitely my mother, my grandmother, who is my nana, who was my Nana, and my Aunt Lorraine, who was my mother's uh, sister. Um, Three strong, strong women uh, in my life um, who I know I could always count on, I could always lean on, who loved me tremendously and unconditionally as I loved them. Um, My mom uh, was uh, such a strong woman, uh, such a strong woman, such an empathetic a person with a huge heart. Um, she, both she and my dad, who was a tremendous influence on my life as well, worked so hard. Um, they were older parents and they were, I think I was a surprise to them because they had been married about 10 years. And I think they thought that they, they didn't think that they could have children. And, um, and all of a sudden I came along and they did um, so much to make my life um, so wonderful, so beautiful, so magical at times um, with the things that they provided for me. But more than anything they could provide for me, they provided me with um, just a never ending love. We were, you know, a very affectionate family. There wasn't a day that went by that we didn't tell each other, I love you. and. And that love was shown in so many different ways um, 
over the, the course of my life. Um, Christmases were, were awesome for me and they always, you know, my parents always tried to surprise me and make it a surprise and make sure the Christmas lights were on when I came downstairs and um, they, they instilled in me uh, a faith, you know, I knew the reason for the season. Um, they instilled in me a faith that has carried me through um, these 51 years in my life, through all types of, um, through the good times, through the bad times, through trials and tribulations. There is so much that I'm thankful for. Um, you know, I had not just one amazing parent, but I had two. And I thank God every day for that. Um, now we're talking about female influences. So my mom um, was uh, had a heart for community, community service. And that is where I get my passion uh, for community service um, is, is definitely from my mom. She was uh, a shining example of what it meant to um, to follow, you know, what would Jesus do to help our fellow man? Um, she, we had several foster children that lived with us through my childhood um, and she treated them, you know, the same way she treated me. And, and that was, you know, that was, um, that was awesome for me because I was an only child to, to come to know, um, you know, other children, some younger, some older, um, in that type of capacity and see the love shown and the way that, um, the way that it changed their lives, uh, being able to, to come and stay with us. A lot of them were, you know, older teens who, who aged out of the, the system while they were with us. And, but they, you know, stayed in contact with us over the years. And, um, that's something that always that always uh, stayed with me. It was that love shown um, both to them and from them. And um, so my mom, my mom passed away when I was 17 years old, a senior in high school. Uh, it was a devastating thing for me to lose my mom, my best friend, my mentor, my role model, um, my source of comfort. Um, and you know, my dad and I were each other's rock in that time. We were each other's support in that time. But the other two um, women in my life who had so much of an influence on me, my grandmother, you know, I called her my Nana and my Aunt Lorraine. They were my mother's mother and sister and definitely um, stood in the gap for me as a young woman, as a 17 year old who had lost her mom, uh, I had these two, of course, no one can, can ever replace your mom, but I had these two amazing women, um, that were there for me. You know, they, my grandmother, uh, came with my dad when I went to college, uh, the first, my first college trip. Um, you know, through the years, uh, I, you know, I had, uh, I had three children. Um, my first two children, my, my daughter, Jordan, and my son, Christopher, uh, passed away early, um, in infancy after they were born, um, Jordan was just born too early, uh, and she had multiple, well, I'm sorry, Jordan was born with multiple, um, heart anomalies and Christopher was, was just born, um, too early. And so that was another devastating thing for me. And I was so blessed to, you know, have my dad and to have my grandmother and my aunt be there for me. Um, at such a trying time emotionally. Uh, so uh, my grandmother, 
For instance, um, when my third child was born, my son Daniel, who was um, a prayer answered, and I can remember the day that God answered my prayer. I was praying and I heard him say, it's already taken care of. My prayer was, you know, I've been through such grief um, and, and heartache, and I just want to have a healthy child. And I heard God say to me, as I was praying on a New York subway, it is already taken care of. And my son Daniel was born uh, healthy and wonderful. He is a 21 year old young man right now. But when Daniel was born, I had to stay in the hospital uh, two months before he was born. They just wanted to make sure that um, that the that I was carrying okay and I was a high-risk pregnancy. Um, so by the time that, that he was finally born, uh, my grandmother, who was 90 years old at the time, but, but vibrant and brilliant and strong, came and stayed with me um, when my son was born because she knew that... Um, I didn't have my mom to stay with me. And so she came and she would wake up with him sometimes in the middle of the night. She would tell me to sleep and she would get him and she would feed him his bottle and then bring him back to bed with uh, my husband and I and lay him in the bed with my husband and I. And so um, I just am so blessed um, to have had that type of love and that type of support in my life. Uh, the same thing for my Aunt Lorraine, strong woman, funny woman. Um, gosh, I've shared so many laughs with her over the years and so much, um, confided so much in her. And she was definitely, you know, my grandmother was my grandmother and, and my Aunt Lorraine was definitely my second mom. Um, I... I lost my train of thought for a moment. Um, you know, I have, I've lost all three of them now. You know, my mom is gone. My, my grandmother passed away just before I moved to South Carolina 13 years ago. And my Aunt Lorraine passed away about five years ago. And, you know, with my mother, although I, I only had my mom for a short time in my eyes, 17 years, um, her presence stays with me. Um, because the bond was so strong and the love was so strong. And I feel that I want my son to experience, you know, I hope my son experiences and has felt that same love because that is what I have tried to put forth um, for him my whole life because I had that, I had that foundation of love and I had those examples of love. And that is... Uh, that is what I wanted to pass along to him. So, you know, in in conjunction, he'll pass that along to those his children. And I hope that's something that um that I, I am passing along to, you know, my friends as well, you know, and, and, and my other family. You know, I, I hope to leave a legacy of love. And and that is um one of the other questions is is you know, how do I want to be remembered? And I want to be remembered as someone who loved. Um, in the face of all odds. I want to be remembered as someone who uh, gave their very best. I want to be remembered as someone who um, lived godly principles. And, um, you know, they say that people should see the God in you when they meet you. And that is, that's what I strive for. Um, my faith is, is very important to me. 
Um, and so that is what, you know, that is what uh, I hope that people leave with when they meet me. And that is hope. And that is how I hope that I will be remembered as a loving individual. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about Maya Angelou because she is a very, um, was a very influential person in my life as well. Now I have never, um, I didn't spend great amounts of time with her. I met her personally twice. Uh, one was on the telephone. I got to do a phone interview with her in my capacity as, as a news, um, as a community affairs host and a news person. It was a wonderful interview. Um, one of the things that stood out to me the most is her saying that her favorite word is joy. Uh, and I have often thought about that since that interview. And, um, and I've taken that to heart, try to live every single day with joy. Um, the Bible says this, you know, don't, don't let anything steal your joy. And that's, that's really how I try to live as well. Although, uh, sometimes it can be hard. I try to keep that, that word within my heart. Um, and one of the things Maya Angelou says, and I hope I don't get the, the, um, quote wrong now that I'm on the spot, but it's my fit. One of my favorite quotes and what I tell people often is I want to live a life, not just to survive, but to thrive. And I want to do so with class, style, and dignity. And I know I got it wrong, <laughs> but it, the, that's that's it's somewhat what the quote that she said, meaning, you know, I don't want to just live a life to get by. I want to live a life of joy. I want to live a life of substance. I want to live a life um, where I can help other people. I want to live a life fully so that when I leave here, I can say that I gave everything that God has given me. Um, and, uh, you know, someone asked me, what would I say to my eight-year-old self? And I think that would probably, that would probably be one of the things I said to my eight-year-old self is to um, cherish every moment. Every breath is a blessing. Um, don't take anything for granted. Uh, life is so fragile. Cherish the now. Um, one of the things my dad used to always say to me is, you know, I would say, oh, I can't wait for Saturday or I can't wait for this. And he would always say to me, don't rush your life away waiting for something that's in the future. Cherish the moments that you have right now. And and that is the advice that I would give to my eight-year-old self. And that's also words of advice and inspiration that I would give to, to any other young woman or young man um, is to cherish the moments. Um, cherish the people who bring you joy in life. Cherish your family. Cherish your friends. Um reach out to, to someone in need and try to help because those are the moments that count. Um, and so I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I, that I left out. I also would like to say, um, to give a word of, of advice and inspiration, particularly to, you know, young people who are striving towards a goal and that is to, um, go above and beyond don't just do, you know, what you need to do on a baseline. Go above and beyond that baseline. Um, reach out to people who are in an industry that you strive to be in. Talk to them. Uh, find someone who can be a mentor to you. Um, 
do internships, read all the books that you can on whatever it is that you want to get into so that when the time comes and you get your shot, you are prepared for that because you've been working um, all along for that moment. Um, And I think that's it. I just I cherish this time that you all asked me to be with you today um, on the Love Drops podcast. Um, I would love to uh, tell you about a project that I am have been working on since September. It's a platform on social media. It's called Uplift Upstate and it's on Facebook and Instagram. And my goal there is to spread good news, spread messages about things that people are doing that are amazing, things that are people are doing to make the community better, um, funny stories, pictures that are going to make you smile. Because right now in the world, we have so much heavy information and heavy news Um, And that news is necessary, but I want to provide a platform that when you scroll through your Instagram feed or you scroll through your Facebook feed, you are going to find something that makes you smile. You're going to find something that makes you laugh and you can have a light moment to start your day or end your day. Um, And so that is what it's called. It's called Uplift Upstate. So please follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I hope that I can make your day. I hope I can make you smile. Uh, Also, right now, I am accepted a new full-time job. It is with Mill Community Ministries, and the initiative is called Village Launch. Um, And that uh, initiative strives to help entrepreneurs and small businesses, particularly in underserved areas, uh, to go from surviving to thriving. We provide a great um, uh, training training sessions for them. We provide mentors for them um, and just sort of a home base uh, that they can learn all they need to know about um, how to make their business thrive. So once again, thank you so much for having me on the Love Drops podcast. Follow me at Uplift Upstate on Instagram and Facebook. This is Rhonda Rawlings. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Love Drops Podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast and share the love with everyone you know. Until next time, this is Charles and Diane signing off. One love. Love